I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about mistakes not to make in no contact. That's important stuff. This is really important stuff yes. because when you're going through a breakup and somebody's ended the relationship with you, it is absolutely terrifying. You're so overwhelmed with emotions and everything inside of you wants to try and repair things and reconnect with your ex. Well, a lot of times your brain is gonna tell you to do the wrong things, okay? Breakups are very tricky that way. And I understand because I've been there and I thought about doing all of the same things that you guys are. And I know that they don't work because if they did, I would tell you to do them, right? Right. We think long and hard about the information that we share. And I always teach you guys or talk to you guys about how I would handle a situation, especially when we're doing one-on-one, -on -one, right? Because I'm looking at a situation and assessing right. what exactly is going on there. But, you know, for the videos, it can get a little basic at times because it might not be specific to you. However, if somebody has ended the relationship with you, you want to leave them alone. You need to give them space and time, and that's what we call no contact. I've tried to you know, educate you guys and reframe on looking at it as not reaching out. That's it. I'm not telling you to ignore an ex. I'm not saying ignore them for a certain amount of time. I'm just saying let them reach out when they're ready, because they do, they really do. Yes, they do, more often than you think in the beginning. The problem is that because of how they're acting in the present when they first broken up with you and you've pushed them, they look so certain about their decision that you think it's never going to change. And we hear all the time how they turn cold when they break up with you. How could he or she get that cold with me after what we've been through together? Yeah. And that's normal. You yes, have to expect that. Yeah. But as you've probably heard me say many times in videos, the fastest way to get somebody's attention is to remove yours. Yeah. Right? So we're going to talk about some things you don't want to do. These are some mistakes that we see. This is a big one. The first one, don't be negative. Okay? I have found that many people that are going through a breakup just continually stay in a negative state of not only beating themselves up, but believing that nothing is ever going to change, right. that they'll never have another opportunity, right. and they are convinced of it. They start to spend all of this time and energy on focusing on the negative. I have given up on love, I was told this week. Yeah. All right, I don't have how old, a... How old are you? 38. Don't give up yet. You got a lot of years to go. Yeah. But when you're in no contact, 
Um, everything that your ex does feels like a negative thing. They change their profile picture. They post a picture of them out doing something. Um, they've changed the status on Facebook to single. All of these things are overwhelming and we are just making it into a bigger deal than what it is. And it's normal to do that. But honestly, it's not often as bad as it appears. Even if your ex dates somebody else. I've had people that got broken up with, got engaged to somebody else, and they came back a couple right. months later. Right, so it is not the end of the world, but it feels like that. Yeah. When that third party that I can't get rid of um, shows up and says, well, I saw so-and-so at the so-and-so place. And they're happy right now. Oh, and they look so happy. Yeah, and it feels like they're going to stay happy forever, but that's... I know they're moving on, and they're going to go off into the sunset with this person. No, you don't. Yeah. And probably not. Yeah, and it feels like it, believe me. It really does. But, um, you know, of course, not everybody is going to have a chance with their ex. Not all of you will hear from your ex again. Every situation is so different. I always like to say that because I don't like anybody to feel like, well, my situation is different. Well, maybe it is. Mm -hmm. Maybe you won't maybe hear from your ex. Yeah. But in many cases, this is what happens, okay? And we see a lot of general things that play out over and over again, including being negative. That's a big one. Um, another big one is that seeing time, like it takes a few months before you hear from an ex, you think that it's a negative thing that it takes time to get or hear back from them or to hear from them again. Right. But it's not often a negative thing. If you focus on the right things, then it won't be a negative thing. If you really do grow and change, then that's going to give your relationship a better chance than it ever had before. Right. So you can focus on that, but also know um, that your partner is missing you too. So what I'm saying is it's a mistake to be negative. It's a mistake to see time as like the end all uh -huh. catastrophe, yeah. right? That it, right. That's well, it's it. It's been three weeks. I'm certainly not ever hearing from them again. Yeah. No. You want to see it as an opportunity for you to really change and grow and make those changes that caused the relationship to end to begin with, right? Another, here's another huge one, Margaret, and everybody worries about this. That if you leave them alone, your ex will forget about you. I know. That always troubles me. Yeah. And I always want to say, oh, talk to me about your self-concept and your critical inner voice that's telling you you're forgettable. Yeah. I mean, how many of us, after we've been in a relationship, feel forgettable? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you're not forgettable. You're a real person and you had a real relationship. Yeah. I see some coaches do that that I think are just trying to make the make it the end of the world and you know oh if you don't if you do, if you leave her alone they're gonna forget about you and no. there's one particular coach who does this I won't name names but um, it's almost their motto you want to be in their face you want to get in there you want yes there is one coach out there like that I hear about that too <laughs> uh, but I would not recommend that no. you know they're not going to forget about you. you don't forget about people you love or that no. you were attached to it just right. doesn't work like that right I I, uh, I could call up images of my exes from many many years ago or their voice I wouldn't I'm not going to forget about no. them no you and know? most people don't so um, you know 
Invest in yourself in this time. It's absolutely the most important thing you can do here is to grow, to work on your attachment issues, to become a better communicator, to understanding your partner's needs more, right. to understanding your own needs more, yep. to understanding attachment styles. All of those things are going to get you in a better position to get them back and keep them. Right. Right? Okay, here's another big mistake. If you pay too much attention to friends and family's assessment of your situation, that's a big one, mm -hmm. okay? I know you want to talk about it. I know you want to talk to your friends and family about the breakup. I get it. I've been there. I did that exact same thing. But many of you have friends and family that give really bad advice. They may not mean to. They probably care about you, but... But yeah, it's going to do something that causes a lot of damage. Um, and you got to remember that your friends and family, they might have their own agenda here. That's right. And you got to be very aware of that. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about many times, sometimes even family who has trouble letting you go on a conscious level thinks they want you to live happily ever after, yeah. but on an unconscious level may be really happy that you're not moving to God knows where with this person. Okay? Um, so you have to be very careful. The one I hear about the most from people is being told to just forget about him or her and move on. And they say, well, doesn't this person understand at all that it's just not that easy? You know, you can, feel, you can find somebody better and some of that comes from people who care about you don't want to see you sad and they want to fix it for you quickly. So just forget about her and move on. Go out on a couple of dates, you'll feel a whole lot better. Not necessarily. You may need time to grieve and get over this person. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you listen to all their assessments of the situation, there's a good chance they're telling you things that is inaccurate or to protect you. Not only that, they're going to tell you all different things. Send her flowers, get over her, forget about her, mm -hmm. you know, unfriend her, all these. Yeah, all these block her. Yeah, block her. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, all, I've heard it all. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. This is big, okay? And we don't talk about this often, but don't focus too much on how it ended. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people obsess about how they acted in those first couple of days or weeks after the breakup. Mm -hmm. um, now, sometimes it's an extreme situation where the police had to get involved. And of course, you know, you don't want to reach out in a situation like that. I literally just had that happen oh, to no, a guy no. a couple days ago um, where he was in a situation where he was warned that the police would get involved. He did an email coaching with me. I said, don't reach out to her ever again. You're going to wind up getting in trouble, and guess what? Now and there's he lawyers. Out and he got in trouble. Now there's lawyers involved. But if a situation isn't that extreme, you know, you made your mistakes, and, you know, your ex is going to know that in time that that wasn't really you. If you were with somebody for years and you panicked and you were blowing up their phone for a couple of days or weeks, they're going to understand that's not who you really are, and they're going to kind of forget about it. Yeah. Because they were focused on their own internal struggle of why should I, should I do this? Was this the right decision? You know, they're not right. going to sit right. there and say, oh, well, you begged and pleaded all this, you know, right. for a you couple of this, days. This, this, this. It can become a non-issue over time. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes I hear about people just kind of picking up where they left off, mm -hmm. you know. 
Yeah. And so what you did isn't as bad as as it feels and it won't be as bad to them because they're kind of caught up with their own emotions. Now, you definitely don't want to continue to mistakes and I'm not telling you to continue to make mistakes and justify your behavior. No, I'm just saying that in many cases you obsess over yeah, how you act. Don't hold acted. on to it is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. And go over it thousands of times in your head yeah. with the if onlys. If only I hadn't done this. If only I hadn't done that. And very rarely can you isolate the specific things that you did that upset them. Yeah. And they kind of forget about it. And they kind of get to a place where they're understanding. And they're like, you know what? I know you were upset. I know I... I caught you by surprise. I know you weren't expecting this. And, you know, they care too, you know? They were obviously with you extended amount of time. Sure. They care about how you are too. And, you know, they're probably feeling bad about that they hurt right. you, you know? And Lord knows, beating yourself up is never productive. You don't learn anything from it. All you do is say what a terrible person you are and look at all the mistakes you made. So the more positive thing to do is go out and educate yourself, as Craig suggests. Yep. Get some help. Talk to somebody if you need to. And find out how not to make the same mistakes again. Absolutely. It's no sin to make a mistake. It's The sin is to do nothing about it. Exactly. And that, you know, the workbooks will obviously help you with a lot of those issues. Yep. That's what they're designed for. Okay, here's another big mistake. Breaking no contact. That's a big one. That's a very big one. You know, you want that person to really get to a place where they're regretting the decision. And if they know that you still want them back and you're trying to get them back, they're not going to get there. Right. And you're going to interrupt their grief process. That's the important thing. Every time you have a contact, it's like a fix for an addict, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so if you have a contact, then that interrupts your ex-partner's grief process. Yeah. Let them miss you. It's absolutely essential. You got to work on yourself. I've been saying this since I started the channel and let that person miss you. And breaking no contact, reaching out is a big risk, right? And they stop wondering about you when you're reaching out because they have their answer. You still want me. You're still trying to fix this. You're still where you were when I broke up with you because yeah. you keep reaching out. And there are different ways that people will tell you to reach out, like the handwritten letter. <laughs> we hear about it all the time, the handwritten letter. I mean, I should show you my notebook. Uh, for, there was about a month or two where I just started keeping track of the handwritten letter. How many times? Of how many at times it happened and it, what, all this, the things that happened with it. Maybe one day I'll do a video and just read down the list of all the that people. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the other thing is, we used to send letters to each other back before we had computers. And I know it's hard to imagine, but I remember then. Yeah. <laughs> and people did write letters yeah. all the time. There used to be two mail deliveries because it was so important. Mm -hmm. But it's not like it's an everyday activity anybody does anymore. Yeah. You text, you call, right? There are all kinds of ways to get in touch. And you don't need to write a handwritten letter, which is kind of out of date, I think. Well, not only is it out of date, but I think it's out of touch. Yeah. More importantly, because, you know, the person isn't sitting there wondering about if you want them back or wondering if you've moved on when you're taking the time to write a handwritten letter. 
You didn't have to write a handwritten letter to get them to like you to begin with, <laughs> right? You don't have to write them one to make them wonder if they're making the right choice. I don't recommend doing it. I do not recommend it at all. And it's just baffling to me that anybody would think that this is effective. You should see the responses that I get. And you can share your experience if you wrote one in the comment section so people know, don't write it. It's not going to help. I mean, it might help once every thousand times, but so might uh, egging their house, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah. And not only that, how often do we write? And I'm not... Hold on. Don't egg their house. <laughs> don't, no, don't egg their house. The other thing is, who writes anymore? Yeah. So, you know, you could have hen scratch that's not going to be terribly impressive. Yeah. I just don't think that it allows the person to really sit with, you know, I'm going to lose them when you're writing them a letter. Right. It just doesn't work like that. It doesn't cause them to fear losing you. Okay. It causes them to say, they're not going to move on. They're not going to, they're going to be fine. Or, you know, they're, they're going to be waiting for me. They're not going right. to let go. Yep. <laughs> okay. Now here's another one. The good reminder text. Here's another excuse to reach out. It's like basically you're trying to do an indirect, direct approach. I don't think it's powerful to send somebody a good reminder text. Can you tell us more about what you mean? What would a good reminder text look like? I drove past the restaurant we were on our first date at. Yeah. Uh, we had such a great time that day. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen it time and time again where a lot of times it's ignored or they'll, you might get one or two words back, but I haven't seen success with it. Believe now, the me. The people who try it are hoping to remind the person what good times they had? Yes. Okay. So how can you leave me if we had such fun at the beach? Exactly. And some people will act like, oh, it's this powerful thing where if you send a message that said, remember the time we had fun at this movie or this restaurant or this uh, concert, that it's going to make that person have all these feelings. A lot of times they're like, ooh, this is weird. Why would he send me this? This is creepy. Mm -hmm. Why would she send me this message? I'm, they know I I'm, I'm, don't want to be with them anymore, and they're sending me this message right. out of nowhere. Right. It, it's really awkward for them. Yeah. And so, those who suggest it are hoping that this will jog the person's memory. No. And, and the only way I think it would work is if that person was reaching out anyways, and they were on the verge of reaching out to you anyhow. I don't think it's this powerful thing no. that people try and no. say it is. I mean, if I had an ex do that to me, I'd be like, well, this is kind of, I mean, I would know why they were doing it, but I'd be like, this is weird. Why are well, they yeah, saying Yeah, your response would be, stop trying to manipulate me. So I don't recommend no. sending a handwritten letter, which to me is weak. I mean, I think it's a turnoff to somebody. It doesn't make them really think, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose this person. They could just like, why, why would they send this? But if you were angry enough, you wouldn't even read it. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah. I've had that. Or, or the big thing is that, you know, you think that leaving them the letter or sending them the letter, they're going to reply. You should, one day I'm going to read the list of the people that I kept track of. No reply. No reply. No reply. They didn't say anything to you. No reply. And I'd ask people and I kept track. I heard about one case where the person 
put on a deceased and oh, had it sent back. That, that was a dirty trick. That one I haven't heard before. You haven't heard that one before? That yes. is brutal. I heard that one. Oh once. my gosh, that's absolutely brutal. I have not heard that one. Um, here's another big one. I think we should, uh, you know, kind of wrap up on this one here, but don't ignore your ex, okay? Unless your ex, for some reason, is harassing you, which would be the rare situation, don't ignore your ex when they reach out to you. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, contacting you about a pair of socks or the curling iron or the cat. The point is, is that they're wanting to talk with you and they're probably scared to do it. A reach out is a reach out. Right? And, and when they do, you want to you wanna kind of ignore what the reason was. I mean, you're going to answer whatever they're contacting you about is, but then you're going to kind of say, well, how are you? Or, you know, sometimes they'll be like, have you seen my uh, gray socks or my gray sweatpants? I haven't. Do you want to come over and take a look? And a lot of times it was just an excuse and they'll be like, yeah, I'll come over. Sure. Yeah. And then you, there you have it. Then you take it from there. But, you know, if they're saying, you know, what was the name of the restaurant your sister likes to eat at and you ignore them, now they're going to be like, oh, they don't want to talk to me anymore. I guess it's done. I guess I should move on. I guess I should forget about this. So Yeah, don't ignore them. Nobody says to do that. And I've had, heard people think that we're saying that, and no, indeed we're not. No, just because we say no contact, it doesn't mean we're saying ignore. We're saying no reach out. Yeah, no initiating. Yeah. But if they reach out, you, we, we absolutely want you to, you know, reply. Now, we don't want you to rush. We don't want you to look eager, but we do want you to reply. Yeah, yeah don't get too excited. People yeah. get that message quite well. I hear people say, well, I need to stay cool, right? Yes. Right. Don't <laughs> get too excited. Yeah, absolutely. So these are some of the big mistakes that I've seen. Yeah. And it's really important that you try and stay committed to the plan and committed to what you're doing for your situation and that you don't let your anxiety cause you to panic in the moment of weakness right. and then you kind of throw it all away which happens sometimes. All right? Okay. So good stuff there. If you like the video and you want us to do more videos about stuff like this, just put a comment in the comment section. We'll take a look. Um, if you want our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I could be helpful, please sign up with me. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.